Most of us walk in the physical world 70% of the time and in the spiritual world only 30%. This is not how we should be living our lives. Ideally, you'll want to shift that walk the other way. This is To Win Within with Strong Thomason. If you're trying to really live your life instead of just going through the motions, you've come to the exact right place. Now, here is your host, Strom Thomason. Hello, everybody. I am uh, very excited about this show. Um, I've got 10 my co-host is, is here today. He took over for me Hello. Uh, last week. Uh, welcome, Tim. And I also have uh, Justin. And this is a, uh, a friend of mine. And we've done some coaching sessions together. And it's just he's an incredible, spectacular person. And he's going to talk a little bit about his journey um, and, and the journey that we've shared uh, on today's show. And uh, it's 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 all, 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 the, all of us are amazing individuals, and we are going to express that today through some of our storytelling and sharing our experiences in life. Welcome, Justin. How are you today? I'm doing very well. How about yourself, Strong? I'm living the dream, brother. Um, I'm doing the same. I'm doing the same. <laughs> so um, let's just jump into this real quick, and why don't you kind of express or kind of talk about how we kind of ran into one another and the connection we had with my uh, sister-in-law and, and kind of how all of this developed uh, in your experience from the beginning up until now. Just just jump into it, my friend. Well, I have to say I was uh, downtown Austin going to meet uh, going to meet Megs, you know, over at uh, Beaufort's down there. And I had been in the search for a life coach somebody to bounce things off of for quite some time at that point. I had just gotten back from Europe from living over there for a year and uh, had been kind of looking for that. And all of a sudden I went downtown to meet my best friend, Megan, and she said, oh, I want you to introduce you to my, my brother-in-law, Strom. And I kind of had heard about you and knew, you know, kind of what you did. And, um, you know, I uh, it just it was serendipitous, to say the least, that walked in and, and there you were and we sat on the back patio and talked for you know 10 or 15 minutes and I said look let's just set something up and um set a time to meet and and uh discuss what what I'm trying to do for myself and for my life and uh man it all went from there and it has been a <laughs> snowball I mean to say yeah. the least yeah, um cool. it's, it's just been a huge a huge growth process that I have been nothing short of excited about. Yeah, um, I remember in that in that meeting. Um, you know, there's always those things where where we come to a place and and we're asking those questions and we're diving into that. We we have the awareness that we want to know more and we're ready for that, whatever that means. And you know. We, we pull and draw things into our life. And I, I really do believe at those moments that, you know, we drew one another in. I do what I do. I like to share what I share. It's my calling. And and you were there and it just kind of, it, it kind of went just unbelievably smoothly. It was like you, you immediately knew that connection was there. And I remember you saying to me, listen, man, I'm going back to Europe. You know, I got, I got, I got tons of stuff going on, but I want to see you like 
every single week uh, until I leave. You know, that's what I'm doing. And I'm, I'm leaving in January after New Year's. I'm out of here. And I remember going, okay. Justin, yeah. Justin what, how, how long have you been living in Austin? And, and what, what, what's making you travel back and forth? What, tell us a little bit about yourself. I, I've, uh, Tom was really excited to have you on. And I just know very, you know, on the peripheral of things. But um, kind of give a little bit of depth of that. That'd be kind of cool. So I was, I was born and raised in Austin, native Austinite. Uh, been there my whole life, other than two years away from university, and two years after I graduated from St. Edwards University, I moved to Louisiana. I worked in the oil business for a couple years, uh, moved back to Austin, worked in the real estate business for uh, up until the end of 2016. My mom sold a vacation home to a gentleman from the UK. He and I met. We became best of friends. He was always telling me about Malta. At the end of 2016, I was burnt out on Austin. I was burnt out with work. I was ready for a new, you know, to gain some new perspective on life. And I decided that the best way to do that was to pack up and move as far as possible away as I could. And so, you know, David had always wow. told me about checking out Malta. So at the end of 2000, you know, September 2016, I packed up two big suitcases then moved to a tiny little island 90 miles south of Sicily where I knew one person on an island of 450,000. I had never been there before, and I just packed up and moved and just took the, took the leap. Wow. Awesome. That's awesome. Is that awesome. your first time living overseas? Yes, first time living overseas. And, and, and you've traveled before, but this was the first time, hey, I'm just going to go immerse myself in something different. Exactly. I've been over there. I had done two weeks gotcha. uh, on a big kind of walkabout around Europe, starting in Italy and did Amsterdam and Paris and Barcelona and then back to Italy and then down to the Amalfi Coast for two weeks. But that didn't give me nearly enough of what I needed. So when I decided to make this big move, I just, like I said, I just packed up a couple of suitcases, said bye to mom and dad, told my girlfriend at the time, hey, I'm moving to Europe for an indefinite <laughs> period of time, and, uh, you know, I'll, uh, I'll see you when I see you. You, you sound like a um, high-operating individual. You sound, and living in Austin, Texas, you know, UT, the whole culture is about winning. Texas is big, and you, you sound like you're, you accomplish things. You sound like you're uh, an overachiever. Is that, is that can, can I say that? Or, I would no, say you're... that when I, I would, the way I would define myself in that capacity is that when I've decided that I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. And not only am I going to do it, but I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. And, and yeah. you when, get your when... results. You've lived in that practice and you get the results. I can hear from your voice that you, you have that gumption. So always. And how old were you? Well, how old were you when you say, "Hey, I'm going to go to Malta"? Um, God, I guess so. I'm. Th I guess I was 34 years old at that point in time. All right. All right. And I had, nice. Yeah, I was. Nice. I was 34. I'd been in over. I'd been in a relationship with somebody for over a year that was always very on and off, up and down, left and right, and I just. I, yeah. And then my, it felt like my whole life was going up and down, left and right, all the time. And I needed to just get out and figure out what my focus was, what my drive was, what my direction was. And that really, that move and that huge leap just really kind of set it apart. And I thought, okay, I'm going to go and do this. 
and make it try to make it work and see what happens. And um, man, it was is the best age. decision it's I've ever great made. Age. Thirty-three, thirty-four. That's when you look at the age of a lot of the great ones that have come before us. Thirty-four is a breaking point. It's a transcendent point. Yeah. Thirty-three, thirty-four. So you, 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 in a sense, said, "Hey, my life as I know it, I don't want anymore, and I got to reset it." And the only thing I know is getting the farthest away from what I know right here, right now, and that was Malta. And yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm digging this, and then so from between there, you 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 were saying, "Hey, I need another jump," and then you met Strom. So explain that gap from Malta to Strom. Right. How many years ago was the difference between that? So it was like I was in Justin 1.0. The move to the move to Malta was my move to Justin 2.0, <laughs> and then when I came back to Texas and met Strom, that's when we started Justin 3.0. <laughs> nice. And how 3.0 is like the best I've been since I can remember. Yeah, well, I, I will so say, how, Justin, how long was it and, and, in all honesty, you had that, that, that scope. You had that ability. Like, you, you the thing yeah, that you were living the and the way you was there was just, I, mean, yeah. just I needed, I, the ability was there. I just needed my eyes open to, to how much I could you know, fully utilize the ability that I already had in place. I just now, needed that kick in the ass to get it going. Yeah, I would say that when, when, when we met, I was acutely aware of the fact that, you know, a lot of times the people that were around you, you know, you lived your life with a a certain set of, of freedoms. Like you, you just didn't, whatever the rules were for everybody else, you weren't necessarily living by those. And a lot of people would equate it sometimes to just being like lucky like this person is just a lucky person there i always seem to be in the right place at the right time but i knew that your focus and and your belief that you would put yourself in those positions and 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 you had an awareness that this is what i want to do and i don't see any obstacles in my way or any reason why i shouldn't have it and and i knew right when i met you i was like this person doesn't understand the power that they wield can be applied in all aspects of life. And so this awakening of you and I meeting and talking, you know, um, it's like when we were in that restaurant, um, not Vespaio, it's, it's next to it. What's, what's the restaurant we went to? Yeah, Enoteca. So we're in Enoteca and yep. we're talking and uh, this is our first meeting and we're sitting there and we're conversing and I said to you, there are going to be weird circumstances where I'm going to say something that relates to you in such a way that you're going to think somehow that I'm psychic and I'm not. It's just I'm relating to you. I'm feeling what's going on with you. And at the time we were sitting there, we got up and we went outside and, and start to tell the story from your perspective, that moment in which what I had said actually manifested. I, I mean, I just, yeah, I remember us getting up, walking outside just to have like a little break of, you know, we got, we sat there for three and a half hours and we walked outside and the first bit of the first epiphany sort of thing was we walked outside and you said something about a sunset. And yeah, I said, you, you don't, told don't me, miss a I'm, sunset. Yeah, after you told me I'm going to say something, I may say <laughs> things that are, and it was just so weird because I had a brother that passed away in a car accident back in uh, 1996 
he and I had a common love for sunsets. When there was a sunset going down and we were together, we would leave the family, the group, the party, whatever was going on, and we would go and find the highest point close to wherever we were, and we would sit there together and watch the sunset. And then you made some mm-hmm. reference to a sunset, and it was like, okay, how, who told you? Who, call, who called you? Somebody right. called you and told you right. I like sunsets. But yeah, no, I, it just I, came out of the blue. Well, I remember that. I remember saying to you, because of your life and and the like Tim mentioned it before, you know, that takes extraordinary courage just to go, you know what, I'm leaving everything I know and I'm ready for a new experience. And and so the fact that you have done that, you know, that's that's incredible that you were ready to take that step. And I remember looking at you and thinking, this guy eats life with a with a serving spoon. Like he just he does what you know what he wants to do, and he enjoys himself doing it. And I said, you never miss a sunset. Like you're not somebody that's just distracted and doing something. Like you stop and you enjoy it. Stop and smell the roses, whatever. But I happen to use that phrase, which I've never used before. But that yeah. immediately related you and I on a level that you knew there was no way that somebody had called me. We hadn't known each other long enough. And there's no way I would have been able to find that out. And you showed me on your phone all these pictures of sunsets all over the world. I was like, man, that's amazing. That's extraordinary. And that was like a moment of bonding. That was like a moment of, okay, we're on this path. Let's go. There's something to this. Yeah, I want to add. Um, I want to add to this as, as I'm just, you know, you guys been working together, and I'm just observing it from um, this vantage point and you know Justin it's I've lived in Austin Um, I graduated from um, in college in Texas so there's that kind of idea of what a man should be the idea of this layer of a strong man and so you've been able to do what is the opposite of what is conditioned as strong men and that is to surrender and be vulnerable and say, hey, man, I'm going to give everything up and I don't know. And I know there's more. And so that transcendent point, and there's a lot of men that, that is at that critical point of 33, 34, and they have to make a decision. They have to say, hey, man, is this what really I'm about? And that's the biggest thing. And so... And the epiphany, the awareness that says, hey, I know there's more, and I need to expand myself to understanding how to get that. And so now now what happens is there's this calling in and this network that you have just subscribed to. It's more powerful than any app that you could download and put on your phone. Is this calling in the universe, and then all of a sudden it attracts. And, you know, the tone of your voice... Your, your, your energy that you exude is a person that is a, a confident person. And you can be confident and stay in the, still in the same pool and pond, but you still never made it to the ocean, right? So you have this confidence, but it's powerful beyond measure because of the fact that you say, hey, I want to become more powerful. So that's what I love here, and it's just happening. I, I, that point when you and Strom met where... You said, hey, I, I need to get some more help. I need, to, I, I need more information. I need to expand my toolkit. 
How did that happen? How did that, how did that going from Malta's story to say, hey, Strom, because you tuned into something, and this is what I want, this is what I want to hinge on, is that anybody can tune into this. That point when you said, hey, I've done this, I've done Malta, the Justin 2.0, I'm ready to download that. Where was that, Justin? Take us there, my friend. Um, so I want to, you may need to clarify a little bit more what you're asking me, but, <laughs> all right, you're, Hey, you're trying to figure out how I went from 1.0 to 2.0 to 3.0 and what 2.0 took was, well, what was involved in 2.0. So, so you went to, you, you went to Malta, then you came back and you said, Hey, I need to, um, get additional insight. I'm looking for a life coach. You know, you already went to right. Malta. So what was it that said this? Hey, I, I need to seek out a life a coach. I, what, what was that point? What was going on where you said, I surrender of all the things that I know within myself, I need a little bit more help. What what was that breaking point? I think that it was it had been you know leaving. Okay, so leaving Austin as soon as I graduated from St. Edwards, I moved to Shreveport, Louisiana, to work in an oil to work in the oil and gas business, and that you know that didn't pan out because it was like okay, I've left home and I've gone and tried a new experience and. It's been a really great experience, but now I need to come back home. And then I came back home and was there for six or seven years. And I always thought throughout that time that I was working, I thought, I don't want to go to a therapist. I don't want to go sit in somebody's office and lay on their couch for an hour and talk about the same, you know, stuff over and over again for 35 sessions. I need somebody who's going to be real. I need real time. I need somebody who's real. And I, you know... And so that's when I left and went to Malta. And I still had that thought. I need somebody who's real. I'm not going to just hire anybody. There's got to be a real connection. And that's when I came back. I was back for three months because my visa was up of living in Malta, which is, you know, you get three months every six months, whatever. And then I came back, was on this search, and all of a sudden I go to visit my best friend. It turns out my best friend's brother-in-law does exactly what I was looking for. And he and I met, and it was like, boom, like lightning strikes a hundred year, a hundred year old oak tree in the middle of you know, in the middle of Central Texas. It was, it was like, I mean, insanely. It was just insane. The the clash. It was like a clash of the titans. And awesome. we came together. We came together. And I knew that with him doing what he does and me being the way I am, that we could change not only how we view the world, but how the world views what we were doing. Nice. Yeah, Justin, I, I got to tell real. you. That what, 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 what was that real when you, when you used the word real? I want to meditate. I want to go into that, that consciousness of real. Well, I feel like, you know, you, I've been to a, I've been to, when my brother passed away in 96, I went to the same therapist my mom went to, to try to like work things out. I mean, but this woman is in her late seventies and I was a, you know, young, you know, 20 something at that point I was 14. But when I started to go to her, I was in 16, 17, 18. There's no real relation between me and some 70 year old woman. But when I met Strom, it's like, okay, I'm 35. Strom's, you know, 10 years older. He's experienced a lot of the stuff I've experienced. We're connected through somebody who is my best friend, who I have the 
utmost trust in. And for that, for Strom to come to me through her and then for us to talk and then for it to come through that organic, that much of an organic experience, that is what made it feel real. That was when I went, mm. okay, this is the guy I can talk to. This is the guy I can be real with. No holds barred, not holding anything back. Whatever I say, he's not going to judge, and I'm not going to feel judged. Whereas if I'm sitting there on some 70-year-old woman's couch in her office off of 360, it just doesn't feel real. It doesn't feel like I can do whatever I want or say whatever I want. And so that's what I mean by real. The connection was real. It was, it was palpable. That connection was palpable. Me, I mean, you could literally feel it, taste it, live it, love it. Yeah, it's, this is it's, what I'm it's, getting from this. Um, I'm I'm getting you know in in authentic measure, it's you came to an asking. You came real with yourself and asked. And there's a book by Wayne uh, Dyer, "Ask and It Is Given." You came to a point where you truly asked authentically. You went through these streets. You went through these solutions that didn't work. And you right. said, please give me something that will. Give me something that's real. You asked for that, and then boom, Trump showed up. And, and, it was there. Uh, and it the was past said yes. The past said yes. And anybody that's yeah. listening, that's what I want to highlight here. And it's beautiful. And when you go to a place where you authentically ask, you strip away all that is, you know, you look at every angle, and you come to, especially a strong man like you, that says, hey, man, this is what I need. I need something real. And you asked within yourself, and Spirit responded. And, yeah, man, yeah. that's uh, um, undeniable, undeniable. Um, and Spirit showing you that, you know, through, through a, your best friend, which is something else, because I, I love Megan. She's, <laughs> she's, she, um, she's awesome. We had the first Hampton Garden Show during the South by Southwest at that venue and she was she was just amazing and then then i come to find out that it was strong's uh family so that's just i'm tickled inside hearing all that oh you know you know justin i i will tell you that i was super i i would i i honor you in this sense that you know a lot of times when you hear truths about yourself when you're discovering who you are there's, there's an adjustment, you know, people need some time to, to digest. And I will honor you in saying that you wanted honesty. It didn't matter if it came in a brutal form. It didn't matter how willing I was just to bring it down to the rawest level. You were like, give me more. I will work on it. it was, it's almost like that foot player, football player that never quits or the soccer player that never quits. They can do the extra laps. I mean, like you literally, when you put your mindset to it, not only did you have the awareness, but you took action in it. But not only did you take action, but you took action without fear. You were li- you're like, whatever I got to do, however I got to do it, whatever this is, I'm going to do it. I'm ready. And it was like the more we had sessions together, the more warrior like you were that you wanted, if you mastered this, you wanted the next thing. And you were never in fear of discovering truth in its purest form. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. Tom, I want to add to that. And it, you said warrior and I absolutely 
feel that. And everybody is warrior. We have been, through generations, carried. Our ancestors were warriors to survive the drought, the famine. It is in us. And to raise the warriors, nothing more than to instinct. And so when you told me this sunset, when you said, my brother and I, we have a thing for sunset, that is instinct. First of all, the sunbeams at sunset rejuvenates the body. There's a frequency at that setting that, like flowers that bloom for the rays of the sun, for the human body that does come from the earth as well, that frequency we can fuel ourselves. So yeah, my from friend, the morning also with sunsets, sunsets and sunrises. You. Your warrior self and everybody's warrior and their practice to go to instinct, to authentically ask, to go to sunsets, that's healing. Go to sunset. It's going to calm you. It's going to grow your body and it's going to have spirit speak to you. And so spirit spoke to you when you guys first met, you guys walked outside and spirit said sunset. And both of your eyes and everybody that's listening is seeing sunset and we're being healed right now. So you have instinct and everybody that follows instinct will ascend. Period. And, you know, the strongest ones are the ones that are hardest to break. You know, I was in the oil industry and I'm from Austin, Texas. Austin, I love Austin, Texas. You know, to, to come to the strongest point of surrender, and it's surrender of the mind. It's that reset that we need to do. Warriors have to reset because when you're trying to break down a wall and it ain't breaking down, you got to reset. So you're, you're not going to break it down. You're going to climb over it, right? You know, you got to reset. So that's what, in the strongest virtue of character, coming to this point of saying, okay, let me ask how I'm to remove this wall. And there is no wall after all. So these practices are within you. You, you have it. And then you're, you're connecting to a tribe. You're connecting to, you know, Strom that's been in this gear and showing, okay, little brother, this is how you do it. Look at it this way. Just move your, move your energy just a little bit and you break right through. And you realize there is no wall. It's always you. So I honor that. And I was really excited to um, uh, meet you this way. Uh, Strom says great things about you. And he's having a great time in what uh, you guys are able to surf together in life. For sure. I, I think that's, that, that, that's hone. That, that's just, you know, honing that, you know, be authentic with yourself. What is your instinct? And everything in golf, Strom, you know, they tell you, like, you got to retrain your body and to do things that it's not normal. You know, you have to curve into this instinct. You have to feel that. And that will always take you there. You, you've evolved. You're evolving. We're evolving. And especially at a time like this right now, you know, where the procession of the planets and all the beams coming in from the planetary scape is what it is, you know, we're moving forward. Yeah, there's a heightened awareness. Where there's a heightened awareness in it. And, and um, Justin, I, I got to tell you, brother, it's, it's been extraordinary to watch you harness the, the, the powers of persuasion that you have and the gifts and abilities and the heightened level of energy. It, it, it's been an amazing view to watch you apply this in so many different aspects. You know, I, 
I think about, you know, we met sometime in October. I'm not really good with dates. And then sometime around Thanksgiving, you know, your family, like, noticed the difference in your energy. Like, noticed the difference in your being, the way you presented yourself, the way you accepted them, your openness. There was, like, a, a moment that they realized that your energy was different, that you had changed somehow. Um there's a really impactful story about, you know, you sharing that with your family and your sisters and, 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 and going through that. Um, I, I was honored to hear that story. I actually kind of heard it before you even told me through somebody else. And it was just, it's amazing when you can get to that place of expansion and you change your perspective and, you know, the things that we hear all the time that we think are some of the hardest when we're in ego, like, you know, having empathy or having humility or, or honoring somebody, um, you know, all of those things that ego tells you, well, why? Questions it. Like when you get in that different perspective, those things come easy when you're not in ego and you really opened up to not having that judgment, not having that definition and seeing yourself and how your effect has had, what it's had on other people, your family members and different it's, people in your life. It's a celebration. It's, a, yeah. it's an absolute celebration. Bio, bio um, mechanically, uh, physiologically, your whole operative modality, Justin, has changed. You're, you have less cortisone flowing in your body. You have more endorphins. Your charge yeah. that you are walking around day to day, and this is what Christ talks about, be the light to the world, you are lit up. And on an economic relation, on a community health relation, you're more productive in the community. You're going to give more benefit to the community because you're going you're to help a lady walk across the street or you're just, because you're just in that space of doing better. Your whole, I, I, I know people that, have lost tremendous amount of weight by just releasing this component of stress that is carried around day to day unknowingly and to be liberated in this simple idea in the simple means of a practice of living your life, you change the world. Your energy, as Strom said in the past and previous shows, changes the world. And your family members are seeing it. And this becomes infectious. So your, your tribe and your, 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 your dojo has expanded. And we're here so we all can live the gift and the talent with, that is within us, our purpose, and the world becomes a better place. So this, what you are experiencing, is the practice that everyone is responsible for to change the world, to make themselves feel better, to be authentic, to be real within themselves, to evolve. And man, uh, it, 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 is, it is really simple and pure. And I, I, I know, you know, strong in this excitement, that, that's the thing that is so powerful that to have this and everybody can have this is the most joyous thing. And spirit, all of a sudden you see it communicate this language that is new 
but it's always been there. And, you know, if how, how I, and then you become a teacher. So I'm sure Justin, that you're talking to your family members and the people around you and you're affecting them. How's that happen? Share some of that. So I know where, I know where Strom was coming from when he was talking about, so I met Strom, Strom and I's very first meeting was October 12th of 2017. That was our very first meeting. It was three and a half hours and it felt like 30 minutes. <laughs> and that was our very first meeting. I have always cooked Thanksgiving and Christmas dinner for my family for as long as I can remember. I have been the one who orchestrates it, does it, all those things. I met Strom. We had our first meeting in October. We met talked on the phone, whatever, three, four, five, ten, fifteen, three or four in-person meetings, probably 10, 15, 20 random phone calls where I'd call and be like, hey, man, I just want to let you know this happened. And then we ended up on the phone for two hours for whatever reason. And I remember going into Thanksgiving of this year, I had a good friend who I met in Malta who's become one of my very best friends. He's half Scottish, half Maltese. He flew in from Scotland for 10 days and had his very first American Thanksgiving with myself, my mother, my father, uh, a number of, I've got seven brothers and sisters. I've got 23 nieces and nephews, six great nieces and nephews. My family is huge. So we had 18 people. I spent three days prepping, cooking, um, you know, serving, taking care of everybody. Thanksgiving day, I did all the dinner. Everybody was done eating. And, or no, we were just about to sit down to eat, and I said, look, I want to give you guys an, an insight into what I have been doing for the past one month. Now we're seven months in. This was just after one month. I gave probably a five-minute speech or prayer speech, whatever, to all the people that were there, including my friend that had traveled thousands of miles just to come be with us for his very first American Thanksgiving. And... Um, gave this speech, which is what Strom was talking about that he heard from another person, which happens to be my niece. Um, and it was funny, Ten, when you said it was something about breaking down walls, um, being a warrior, having to get over walls. I realized that I had created that wall. I was, I was actually the wall that needed to be broke down or climbed over. And in order to do that, you know, I created the wall because I was the wall. And in order to get over it, I had to break down that wall that was me and my feelings and my thoughts and my beliefs that were actually holding me back in a very spiritual sense. And so and by meeting Strom, I was able to break down the walls that I had created in order to build myself back up and not build another wall, but to, to rebuild the statue that created the wall, which is me, if that makes sense. Yes. Um, Amen. And, yeah, and so, you know, like, and even, you know, and like I said, that was only one month in. The things that I have realized I am capable of um, with just by saying them, I mean, God, Strom and I went, we were leaving the other day going somewhere, and it was like, where do you want to go now? Well, let's go to Whole Foods. This is just a small example, but to be able to say, we're going to Whole Foods. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be a nightmare parking. And I'm like, no, no, no. We're going to Whole Foods. We're going to get parking spots right up front at the flagship Whole Foods in downtown Austin, Texas, where there's never a parking spot. 
both of us parked within four cars of each other, right in the front row, right in front of the front door of Whole Foods. Again, very small example, but, you know, and then we started, then we sat down and started talking about it. It's like, oh, my God, we just manifested parking spots in front of the most, like, sought-after parking lot in all of Central Texas. If we can do that kind of thing, imagine where we can take it from there. We actually had this conversation. And yeah. since then, which was back in November, anytime I say something, I'm like, I know I can do this. I'm going to do that. And I don't even say I know I can do it. I just tell myself, you're going to do this. You're going to do that. And it's going to happen. No longer does it take six months or a year for that to happen. <laughs> it now takes six hours to maybe up to two days for that to happen. Yeah, you're, you're coming into your own. You're starting to realize... <laughs> that you're the director of the movie of your life. You can have it whatever way you want it. And, and yeah. you know, it's to the point where people who knew you in high school, I just the, uh, uh, a week ago, two weeks ago, I can't remember how long it was. I'm not good with time. But um, you told me that somebody that you had known in high school didn't even recognize you. Just, I mean, like was just blown away by your persona by everything that you were, it was like she was meeting a new person because whoever that old person was, she didn't recognize that in this person. Yeah. That's what's funny. You know what's strong is that that exact experience happened in basically the exact same spot where I met you. Same patio, probably within the same 10 square feet. Nice. Nice. Incredible. I mean, it's just I want to add crazy. what's happening here is the the quantum realm, the mass of the molecular structure is being composited in an exact and precise measure because of the power that you are composed of, that, that is now within you. You have more energy. The barriers in mind are all released. So there's a quickening. All improves. So from what I said before in the... Uh, bio structure of us, the physiology, the hormones, that changes the whole um, body. Physiologically, it could be measured. The mind, which can be measured too, has a higher frequency of these things that you're putting in vision, into desire. This steps and goes into the quantum area, so this all could be measured as well. So all things improve. And th these... I, I, I know, and I really, and uh, thank you guys for, for having patience with me. I'm like that, like, geek in the class that's like, oh, okay, let me tell you what's happening here. But there's a lot of listeners that come. <laughs> let me tell you about and, programming. And it's like, oh, this, this, this is these, all these, like, tree hugger story guys. And, you know, I am everything but that. I mean, I am a tree hugger. Right. I mean, I love trees. But I am very, you know, uh, there's a method uh, that's scientific. And so I, I uh, allow component to uh, have dialogue so those that may not really understand it can go and do their homework, you know, can, yeah. can go and uh, research these fact of the matters 
that you have compounded the ability to amass the quantum molecular to the desire that you want. So your business will improve, your personal life will improve, and everybody can do these methods. So it's just not like, oh, you got to come and see Strom on Austin, Texas, or South by Southwest, at Whole Foods. No, wherever you are, you can take Strom with you. (laughs) <laughs> well, you, you, you have shared that energy. You do. And, and the way I would say, you know, from an unscientific point of view, from a spiritual, I totally get what Tin's saying, but, but kind of the way that I broke it down when I was talking to Justin is essentially you're taking the harnessed energy. And let's just say, if you want to put a number to it, there's a hundred percent energy that you have the capability of getting energy is endless and limitless, but let's just say that there's a, for, for, for teaching purposes, there's a hundred percent. And in, in most people's lives, they have things going on in their past where they feel shame or regret or whatever's going on and they ha- and they're dragging their past with them. So let's say that that's getting, you know, 30%, 40%, sometimes even 50% of your energy. And then there's people that that also are taking that energy and they're putting it in the future. So now you've got let's just say 30% in the past and and 30% in the future and you're 40% in the present sometimes you know, harnessing that energy, letting go of things in the past, trusting in your ability that you're drawing things into your life, you're basically harnessing that 100% when you let go of the past and you don't think about unrealistic fears or, or expectations about the future and you focus on the present. When you, when you Dude, take that energy, perfect. that 100% energy, and you put it in the present with your intention, with your intention, you say, this is what I want, this is how I want it to look, and this is what's coming, like, it, it comes to you faster because the level of energy that you're putting into, like, the quote-unquote secret or any of these other things that, that people are talking about, that level of intention, Justin has a, a, an incredible um, imagination, so he harnesses, he takes his spirit and that energy and he takes his brain and he puts it in the imagination. Then he thinks about what it's going to feel like when it happens. And all of those things are combined to draw the universe to bring that in. So all the quantum physics and, the, and, and, and making things compounded and, and growing, it's just taking what is already there and utilizing it in a different way by changing the perspective, we, we're, we're not bound by, by reality is not limited to the perception that we have in our human experience. It's so much grander than that. And as you, mm. as you start to expand on that, and Justin, you know, you and I had conversations about individuals as we were talking, and I would say to you, the focus and the energy that we're putting into this, they're going to call you and you'd laugh and say, no, I told them not to call me or I did this. I set this up. I told people and they would do it anyway. They, there'd be a text or five, like when, five seconds later, the phone would ring. <laughs> I'm not even like, I'm not even joking. We'd be like, I'm not, we're not talking about her. We're not doing that. The Toro is busy. It's only going to be for three hours. She told yeah. she knows not to call. And we'd say, and he's like, watch, she's going to call. And I'm like, no, she's not. Five seconds later, it's like, oh, my God, she's, look who's there. Look who's on the screen. She's calling. Yeah. Because we were, we, were, we were talking about her, your energy and my energy, no matter what that distance is. 
You know, Tin and I are in practice of these things. You're becoming in practice of them. And it doesn't matter if Tin's in California or in Thailand calling me, telling me he's swimming in the ocean. The energy that he has there, I feel. There is no limitations on this spirituality. Physicality, yes, there can be limitations. But you're starting to be in practice of that. And you're getting stronger. It's like going from white belt to green belt to purple or yellow or whatever belt. It's you're starting to understand that. You're developing it. You're working it out. That's it. Absolutely. It's that conscious space as well. It's outside of the muscle. It's the mind. It's that consciousness of that. And very similar if I say a tree, you know, your mind is going to create that specific image, right? And so that's conscious. So there's a consciousness of this frequency. There's a consciousness and you're, and you're, you're going to feel that tuning. And it, it, I always use this example with Strom. It's like those optical illusion pictures where, you know, it's a fish and then a duck. And, and, but, you know, until you got to look at it a certain way, then when you see the fish and then you can see the duck, then it never escapes you. It's kind of the same thing in this component of tuning and this component of this conscious space of that. And the... the I mean, you're, you're a happier person. You're a more giving person. I'm sure like somebody walks by you, they're going to be there. There's nobody that's going to not smile or feel better when they walk by you, Justin, you know, you're, you're, you're that's just what happens is you feel almighty power in you. You know, the God is in you and that's exciting. And the world is becoming a better place. You're aware of it and more people in understanding this will bring this frequency and change the earth that we live on. And you know what I'm talking about. So that, that's, that's this where, where we're at in this whole, you know, sharing of this as brothers is the reflection that other people have in instinct, have in knowing and practice. Try this for 30 days, right? Try this for 30 days and see what happens. I, I love what you said about that, Justin, where you're like, it was in 30 days. <laughs> oh, dude, I tried, tried, for, tried for three and a half hours. <laughs> three, my, first, my first three and a half hours was strong. I was like, done. I just wrote a Yelp review. I just wrote my, it took me a while to like make sure that my Yelp review was going to be right, of what I wanted it to be for strong on to and within on Yelp. And... I wrote it yesterday and feel like I did it to the best of my ability, like straight from the heart, straight from Would the you soul, read it? straight from the spirit. Would you read it? And dude, I, I sent it to Strong to be like, hey, read this, tell me what you think before I post it, whatever. And he was like, dude, that's perfect. That's exactly. And it went back to exactly what I told him within our first three and a half hours was like, literally, I had this, I've had this awakening and I find myself thinking often, where the F have I been all <laughs> of my life? Like, where wow. have I been all my life? What have I been doing? What have I been wasting my time, my energy, all of my, all of my positive, you know, vibes on? And now I realize on a whole bunch of stuff that I have since cut 
out. You know, Tim was asking you, um, because he wanted to experience it himself, is do you have it in front of you? Do you have it easily accessible to you to where you could read it? Yeah. And share that with the audience? Yeah, read that and share that with the audience. I like that, Tim. That was a good idea. So let me see if I can pull it up here. There we go. All right. There's nothing I can say about, there's nothing I can say, but that Strom changed my life, period. After our first meeting, after our first meeting, which lasted three and a half hours, by the way, the transformation had already begun. Over the past seven months, Strom and I have worked on everything from relationships to work to finance, everything. And people always ask me, what does a life coach do? Well, talk to Strong for a few hours and you will immediately find out. He doesn't tell you what to do or change your life with rules and regulations. He heightens your awareness for the things that happen around you and changes your perspective as to how and why they may be happening. The best way for me to describe my experience with him so far is that I've had a serious awakening and I've found myself wondering, where the fuck have I been all my life? <laughs> hey, amen, brother. Amen. Hey, amen. amen. I hope I can say that on the radio. I don't know, but anyway. You that's, sure can. That's real. <laughs> it's just a word. Hopefully it doesn't offend anybody and they don't take it too seriously. I really hope so. I really hope it doesn't, but that is just what came straight from my my soul, my being. I mean, that's just the way right. I felt. I love it. It's, Strom, it's, you should it's, have you should have that like a Strom's martial arts studio, and <laughs> <laughs> people are like, hey, "When do we punch a bag?" No, when you get to at my level, there is no punching. <laughs> wax on, wax off. <laughs> it's very kung fu, man. That's beautiful, Justin. Yeah, that is beautiful, brother. I, I appreciate it when I read it yesterday, and I appreciate you sharing it on the air. Um, that's. That's really showing people that um, being vulnerable and being open and living in the truth that that there is there's nothing to fear there. And that's that's really honestly what we have been doing and what we continue to do. What we stay in practice of is having no fear, not 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 fearing those things, not making things into something they're not and, and changing the perspective. You know, seeing an obstacle as an opportunity rather than, oh, my gosh, here we go again, another thing. When you change that perspective, you go into it thinking clearly. You know, when you have fear and you're in that low frequency, you you literally change your IQ. Like your ability to reason lessens when you're in fear than, than, than when you're in that place of understanding and not having that fear, the answers come to you. Things become more clear. And you've done that. Like, you, you're literally living it. And you continue to. And it's extraordinary, brother. And, I honor you. And physiologically, too, when, when you are in fear, the blood goes to the, um, the lower part of the brain. And so that's all uh, constriction... It uh, releases a whole different set of hormones. When uh, you're in that state, you, you're, the blood isn't going to the frontal cortex. That's where expansion, pollution comes from. And the skill, the discipline is, and this is 
very kung fu is to always be calm. No matter what the intent of the landscape looks like is always to be calm because the solution will come and the moves will just move. Um, so I just wanted to add that, Strom. I, um, I, I always, you know, see those components of the brain moving. And I think yeah. if, if we understand that in our operative modal, you see, you, you have this awareness, oh, okay, I'm stressing out. Okay, well, go to sunset. Go sunset. That's red alert. Go to sunset right. as soon as possible. Get yourself reset. And immediately, things are going to improve by default because your brain is going to find the solutions. The solutions are there. And you're going to change your frequency to attract the answer that you need, like Justin walking into that place in 6th Street, and you're right there. It's just right. a gravity, a quantum mechanism that gears in, and you're doing it. Just like the gear yeah, that moves your heart and, and your blood. When you have that awareness, you know, and, and, and Justin, we've been talking today about moments that you've experienced where there's confirmation of your energy changing. It, there's confirmation in your relationships. There's confirmations in being in a 10 foot square where somebody says you're not the same person you were. There's like moments where the universe is saying, you know, good job, continue on this path. It's, it's promoting you being in spirit as opposed to being an ego. You know, a lot of the stuff that we've talked about today, and I mean, it, speaking of time flying, um, we've basically got about another minute to go before we're going to have to close the show. I wish it was a podcast and we could just go forever because I'm sure we could go a lot longer. But um, I, I, I've truly been honored that you have come on the show and and shared your experiences with people and um, and and helped. And I know that a lot of times when people come to you and they understand and they see that change in you, they express to you those things, and then you express some of the things that we've talked about and helping them get to that place and helping them to have that understanding. And I, I, I'm very happy that we've had this conversation, Tim. As always, you know, we'll be back next week. And, Justin, I'm sure you will, um, you will uh, be back on the show again. And, um, Absolutely. I'm sure the honor, the honor is all mine for you guys to invite me on. I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, it's it's awesome to be able to share what I've learned in my experience with um, the people who may or may have not experienced it, and I hope to forward their progress as much as you have mine. Okay, well, that's it. The show's over. Thank you guys for coming. We appreciate it, Tin. We'll talk soon. Thank you. All right, brother. Thank you. You guys, I'll Thanks, talk guys. to you later. All right. Bye-bye. Appreciate it. Bye. Thank you for joining us for To Win Within. Be sure to join Strom Thomason for another edition next Thursday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until our next show, have an even better week.